You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kalen McCain. It's the week of September 2nd, 2023. Our local stories this week feature Washington's first ward, several water main improvements, and a heritage farm. All of that and more is coming up after the big picture. USDA data shows a statewide trend of farmer expenses like cash rent and animal feed going up so far in 2023. That's even as the sale prices of corn and soy products go down. Wellman Produce co-owner Derek Gordinier said a lot of factors were at play in the price drop. The list includes the Ukraine war, South America's harvest, and an excess of corn acres planted within the U.S. last spring. There's a bunch of counteracting um kind of macroeconomic events happening, and that's, it all kind of depends on where the market's kind of listening, you know. Uh, Industry professionals say they're not too worried. Farmer and independent appraiser Jeff Cudaback said producers had a chance earlier this summer to make more favorable sales. I I would say most operators try and calculate their break-even over the course of a growing season. And when prices rise above that, they should be taking advantage of that and, and, you know, trickling sales into that environment at what would be a profitable level. Not every year do you have that opportunity, but we have had that opportunity this summer. So I'm hopeful that at least farmers around here took some of those opportunities to price some bushels when prices were above their break-even. Going into 2024, many expect input costs to level out. In Washington, Katz Grain commodity broker and crop insurance agent John Greiner said the drop in corn and soy prices was a return to normal after an unusually high profit year. He expects major input costs to go down moving into next spring. So going into next year, new crop, 2024, fertilizer and chemical prices have come down significantly. So producers can book, forward book, or buy or purchase, pay down, whatever you want to call it, lock in prices for, you know, fertilizer prices for this fall after they get done uh, harvesting the corn crop. And especially with lower um, corn prices here now than what we had the last couple of years, you may see rents come down. Um, I don't know that you'll see it here for 2024, but they're, they're not going to go higher. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. News broke this week that Washington Ward 1 City Council member Bethany Glinsman doesn't plan to seek re-election in November. The council member said she and her husband were planning to travel in the coming years. The timeline's not set in stone, but I think it's really unlikely that we would uh, stay in town for the whole four-year term. So not planning to run at this time. 
Glinsman's decision leaves the seat undefended and continues a roughly 10-year streak of First Ward representatives serving less than a full term. Glinsman entered the position after a special election in April of 2022. She said she was grateful for her time in office. I would love to be able to keep serving up until I hit the road, but um, that's just not the way that the election timing worked out. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed everything I've learned and getting to serve in my role on city council and um, getting to learn more about how our city works. And I'm hoping somebody who's enthusiastic about our town will step up and run for the position. Water infrastructure improvements are in the works across Washington County as of this week. In Washington, crews started early on a project near Sunset Park that involves boring a tunnel six feet underground. City Construction Superintendent J.J. Bell said contractors were working months ahead of schedule after some unexpected relief in the supply chain. Well, there was a, a town that and a contractor that had this pipe that decided not to use it and had it on hand, so they delivered it here. It's a little bit different cast. I think it's copper-coated, but good enough for what we need it for. So they got to get started now instead of waiting until spring. Once complete, the city will abandon the water main under West Madison Street in favor of the new one. Bell said it would break less than the current infrastructure and wouldn't require partial highway closures to repair. I couldn't wait for this day to come, when you know, <laughs> this, this year or next year to when they get that all completed because it'll save us a working in the middle, you know, traffic, whether it's the middle of the night or during the day, you know, it doesn't really matter, but it can be dangerous out there. The city of Wellman is seeking out a block grant for water main improvements of its own, sending out around 300 surveys to residents this week to collect data about low to moderate income households. City Administrator Kelly Litweiler said the city would need 100% survey participation to move forward. The documents mailed out this week went to just over half of the city's residencies. If a resident receives the survey and they turn it in, that's that's spectacular because that's what we want them to do. If they choose to ignore it, then we will call them. If we get no response, then we will door knock them. If we get no response, we will door knock them again. If no response, then I have to go to the list and I have to have the um, ECCOG generate another random address for me to then turn around and start the process over with another resident. If approved for a CDBG, Litweiler said the money would help finance major projects before current utilities become unusable. The water quality of our water is spectacular. Like, there's nothing wrong with the quality of the water at all. Our current well that we have now is it's pretty much at its life. And so we need to determine before it goes bad, we need to have a backup source. So when it does, we either have another well put in place so we can flip the switch and and put it on a new well or put rural water in. An 80-acre lot between Washington and Riverside marks its 150th year serving as a farmland to the Hora family on September 2nd. The family was recognized for the milestone this year at the Iowa State Fair. Owner Keith Horace said he would never sell the property. For a family to own a piece of land and look back at that, it's one way for family members to kind of uh, honor their ancestors. If I had any advice to my grandchildren, it would be, maybe you ought to start talking to your parents or to me, because I failed to do that with my grandparents. I was worried about the future. I didn't care about how they got here or who their parents were or how they had to struggle to 
hang on to the land because a lot of people lost their farms during the Depression. Kurt Hora, Keith's son, custom farms the land. He said he hoped sustainable practices would keep it usable for 150 years more. Well, to, to preserve the uh, soil quality and improve the soil quality and so that the uh, next generation will be able to carry the legacy on. Placed on a hill, the land used to rotate between corn, oats, and pasture. No-till and cover crops have improved conditions to make soy a viable option in more recent years. Darren Hora, another family member, said that approach managed the soil better. It's, it's, it's more profitable, too, because you're not going to make hardly anything on oats or, obviously, if you have it in just grass. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week right after this. Hey, unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three-part lunch special they've got for $12.12. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for $21.12. And you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. And now, the best news I've heard all week. A man in Westchester makes the best ribs in the state. That's according to the Iowa State Fair Rib Creation Competition, where he recently won first prize. Josh Carr said preparing the food was a science, not an art. I've probably taken more notes with my barbecue than I ever did in school. The only way to get better is to learn from what you've done. And that, I mean, if you look at my notes in my phone, it's just, I was doing this the other day. It's constantly just recipes and different cooks I've done and what I did here and what I did there and what I changed here and Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a product of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you like it, please share it with someone you know. It helps us out a ton when you do, and we really appreciate it. You can also buy an ad to support the show financially. Call 319-653-2191 to do just that. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week!